Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's like I almost want to have sex with an atheist just so they can be like, while I'm having sex with them, be like, oh, oh God. Be like, oh, really? I thought you didn't believe in him. Welcome back to another episode of Too Tired to Be Crazy on every Thursday with me, Viola Benson, your favorite baddie and your favorite meme queen and resident dating and relationship expert. So today, my special guest and backed by popular demand is Hannah Burner. You may also know her from her podcast, Burning in Hell, which by the way, we have an episode on her podcast out right now as well. It's literally going to be an extension from this episode. And you know, it's going to be good since I'm on it. So you better listen, bitches. She's also known for, <laughs> she's also known for uh, being on Summer House. And she's also known as Alex Cooper's BFF. Um, okay. So right now we are currently in my house in Los Angeles. Um, this is actually the first time we met in person, which for a second, we completely forgot since we vibe so well. Um, I've actually been on a podcast in the past. We've already done a collab. Both episodes were amazing. That's why we're doing this again. We have amazing chemistry. Fuck this fucking fly. How do I kill these assholes? I will literally burn my house down. I am so ready to burn my house down just to get rid of these flies. There's like these stupid fruit flies in my house. No matter what I've been doing, I can't get rid of them. At this point, I said, fuck it. We both die. If you don't want to die, then we both die. But anyway, back to me and Hannah. Yeah, we have some amazing chemistry. So buckle up, people, because we are going to talk about crystals, psychics, cats, intimacy issues, and that one time with Steve at band camp. I'm kidding. Don't get the joke. We're going to talk about coke whores in Los Angeles, some uh, crazy stories. And we're going to talk about New York. And if we don't, we're going to talk about it in Hannah's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Pill Club and Credit Karma. So make sure you check them out since that's the only way you can support my podcast. Okay, guys. So before we get into this, I just have to give a little PSA. Apologies, baddies, but we had some technical issues with the start of this podcast taping. I know, I know, I know I'm a fuck up. I'm sorry. I know you're like, come on, V, you're better than this. At least I think you are. But honestly, at this point, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, blame my producer because <laughs> I'm perfect. No, I'm kidding. I don't want to blame him. I mean, it is his fault, but uh, he's staring right at me while I'm recording this intro again. So let's go ahead and just say, my bad. You didn't really miss out. The intro between Hannah and I was literally just talking about how we were surprised that we vibe so well, but then we're not surprised. And sometimes some people just vibe super well. But like basically when she showed up to my house, we were like 
vibing and talking to each other and laughing. And then uh, we were just laughing about how the fact that um, when we were texting that she was going to come over my house to record this podcast, I was being like, hey, bitch, can't wait to see you. And then for a second, I was like, wait, have I even met this girl before? Like, do we actually have this type of relationship where I just completely make that up in my head? And I'm thinking we're closer than we are. And she's like, why is this girl calling me a bitch? And why is she talking to me like that? But no, we vibed really well. I love her. Um, and I honestly, I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to my episode on her podcast. And hopefully we'll do a lot more collabs soon. Uh, Let me know if you guys enjoy this episode. Anyway, I'm dropping you now into the conversation when we are swapping LA and New York stories. So here's Hannah with one of her stories in three, two, one. Love you, baddies. (laughs) It's funny because now I'm trying to think of a New York story. New York is just like, I feel like LA people love to look like they're effortless and calm and like vibing where New York people just own it where they're like, I'm fucking stressed. I'm overworked. I'm working hard. I need a fucking party tonight. Oh God. Yeah. So like there's no psychics at the place and it's just an overall, um, just a shit show of people who are overworked and tired, but at least like we own it. Okay. It doesn't sound like a fun story though. No. Do you have like one? I'm (laughs) just... I, well, I used to have two roommates who were men who were in finance. And so like Halloween mornings, there would just be like feathers everywhere. And I'm like, who fucked a peacock? Like who fucked the peacock? <laughs> so we, I, I lived vicariously through like a dude's finance bro's life in New York City for a while. There would be cocaine on the counter. I'd be like, butter, we don't do cocaine. I'm pretty sure she may have licked it once or twice, but I don't know. She's never done it in front of me. She was a wild teenager. Back in butter the day. is her cat. Butter is my cat. If you don't name your pet a food name, right? What are you doing? You're an accountant. <laughs> but you're an accountant. <laughs> but I just feel like LA stories are wave. I don't know. But there are tons of models in New York. You um, know what's crazy? My model stories the, about the girl—they're like also my like tame stories, the ones that I'm actually like allowed to say out loud. That's, that's just so funny. funny. But like. I live vicariously through my friends. Like mm-hmm. I definitely, as much as I come off really like loud and whatever, mm-hmm. I'm loud, but not just in the shit I say. Yeah, we're overcompensating. Exactly. Well, my whole thing is like, I'm outgoing. and I'm silly. I don't give a fuck. And after my comedy shows, people will like bring me cocaine and I have to disappoint them and be like, like, you know, come out with us. We're going crazy. And I'm like, I'm going to bed. Dude, I... What is up with that? I hate it's like so uncomfortable because it's like the look in people's faces when they're like, let's do some coke. And you're like, oh, I don't do that. And then they're like, oh, and you're like, because um, <laughs> I just want to compensate. But you also really some friends really bond over cocaine. Like really? you're like, wow, they hang out a lot. And I'm like, I didn't even know they liked each other. I'm like, I'm pretty sure she talks shit about her. But like people bond over like liking the same drugs. And then you're not spending that like quality late night time with them when they're like doing those fucked oh no up things. yeah literally in LA there's these group of younger model girls which I can't say their names or whatever but they're known as like the coke girls mm-hmm. and they're on coke from morning to night wow and they're like really skinny really pretty mm-hmm. have a large following all of them like wealthy and they all they're like 20 mm-hmm. years old and mm-hmm. they all are that were like literally between people that I know we're like the coke girls like, that's literally what we call them. Wow. I mean, New York, it's more people who 
will be like, okay, I'm waking up at 6 a.m. I'm doing my workout class. And then I'm just like working my ass off all day. So they're probably on like Adderall or something else. But LA, I feel like is really good at that. Like, I'm just effortlessly beautiful. Well, LA, I feel like we're really into self-care. Self-care, but meditating. I think like LA, we talk about like as much as, okay, here's an example. I sarcastically thought zodiac sign stuff was funny so mm-hmm. i sarcastically researched it to do it on my podcast and then i suddenly know everything about every zodiac and you sarcastically sign. now know your every- all your star signs and moon signs and rising signs it's no longer sarcastic or i sarcastically got a crystal or two because i thought it was a joke mm-hmm. i have so many crystals all over the house to keep the energy in my house like yeah <laughs> my friend in line. new york was like have you heard about crystals and i'm like i did go to this girl's house in la once who had a cat psychic which we'll talk about has someone read pancakes no but i've been told she has good energy <laughs> like, but they can, like, tell you what she's saying to you uh no like, i don't want to know okay i guess it's gonna that. be like stop masturbating in front of me <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want to know that i didn't need to know that but my friend was like people in la get, get crystals but you have to wait for the crystal to talk to you yeah that is true so basically supposedly the crystal can talk to you by putting the crystal between your hands and you spread your legs open while you're standing. And then if you move forward mm. a little, it means the crystal is meant for you and it's going to work for, to help you. But if you move a little backwards, it means that you're not ready for that crystal. And you have to like put it somewhere else. Is this a it. mid-level marketing scheme? <laughs> I probably. Because <laughs> that's some shit I heard on... Um... What is that? LuLaRoe. That's some LuLaRoe It's like right over there, there's a bunch of crystals. And in the middle, there's these two crystals. Those are cleansing crystals. So I keep them around the rest of these crystals so they they cleanse them and keep them supposedly like like energy clean. It's like a very thin line between crystals and pet rocks. (laughs) It's a very thin line. I hate that I'm like this, but like... Because pet rocks talk to you. that You're like, imaginary best friend. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Pet rocks was this concept. I feel like it was in the 80s. I was not born yet. I know I don't have Botox, so people think I was born in the 80s. But anyway, I do <laughs> think Pet rocks, they were like a marketing scheme. Like, could we convince people to buy rocks? And they'd be like, it's your pet rock. And like with marketing, people were buying these rocks and be like, it's my pet. I'm naming it. Oh, I uh, I grew up in Israel. So we would draw, we would have chalk and draw on the on the pavement floor and play mm-hmm. games on that. Or we would just collect rocks and call them our friends because like we're more poor than mm-hmm. Americans. Mm-hmm. So we did have friends, rocks as friends, but that was just because we were all poor. <laughs> and so, LA, when you're really rich, you get colorful pet rocks. You pay money for that. Yeah. You pay money to pretend to be poor. I'm obs- I mean, but I also like, I believe in psychics. I like, I like to believe in like horoscopes and shit. I'm not good. I'll joke about them. But deep down, I like to believe that there's like a deeper meaning. I know. And like I used to make fun of these people that align it. And then I do talk about like I can't be around this person. Like their energy is so off. It's and draining. Like, yeah, I'm drained. Or like when people leave my house, sometimes I'm like, OK, I just have to sage this house really quick because their energy is still in here. And I'd be like, please, uh, all the energy positive or negative, like leave this house now. And I'm like, shit, when did I become this person? It's L.A. <laughs> It is a like people. New York, it's people don't do that in New York. Crystals. I have crystals next to my bed. Yeah, yeah, they don't. But it's so, it's just, 
shows group mentality. Like if my friends start to get crystals, bitch is getting a crystal. It's just, I don't, it yeah. hasn't but like become a culture thing in New York. Yeah. I went to my friend's house the other day. Like she just got a house. And then we talked about crystals for like an hour and a half about mm-hmm. like, well, this crystal does this, this crystal. And she was showing me all of her crystals. And she mm-hmm. was like, you have to get this. And then when I got home, I like researched different crystals and I kept sending her pictures of crystals. Do you have a psychic? Yes. And how often do you talk to psychics? Okay, I just got into it only because I was hiring them for my party. And then did you have a reading that was powerful? Well, psychics tell me I'm like psychic because I'm very intuitive. So anything they tell me, I'm very self-aware and I'll be like, yeah, I know. So it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. But like they told me a meeting. One of the psychics told me a meeting my person in October. And then I started talking to a guy and I literally like it wasn't even working out. I was just like, this doesn't make sense. You're my person. And then I had to like understand that he wasn't my person and that the psychic just took money for me. And I had to be like, oh, wait, you're not my person. (laughs) Hey, my bad, sir. I didn't mean to do that to you because we're not actually, oopsie, some lady (laughs) with uh, random cards in her house. Uh, Me trying too hard for this, not my fault. It was this lady who I did find on Craigslist. It was her fault. Because she was like 30, this guy, he's 37 years old. He's traveling right now. That's your soulmate. And I was like, fuck, I don't even really like him, but okay. And then I was like, I guess he's my person. And then I was like, so stuck on making him my person that I like sabotaged the whole thing. And then finally I had another psychic come over and then he was like, that's not your person. And I was like, ah, oh, thank God. I can tell him it's not like, well, I that's can the tell problem him. with psychics. I feel like you can get addicted to it where you're either you can like see one and be like, cool. If you're like in a crisis, but if you like keep checking in for like all your problems, then you're kind of disconnecting from your gut. Yeah. Cause then they're just giving you, they're just giving you advice. Yeah. Well, some psychics will be like, who are, I have some friends who are psychics who would just be like, you know what to do. I'd be like, I'm not paying you to tell me. <laughs> They'd be like, that's I like mean, a therapist. You're asking me, and you know, if you have to ask, you know. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, but I thought you were going to tell me something magical. Yeah. Yeah. It is like a therapist. Yeah. Well, they, the, it is weird. Like when I it was interviewing psychics for my party, two of the two, two out of three psychics, both said you're meeting your soulmate in October. And now I had the psychic come back to my house last night. And I said, so? And he's like, I don't know if in October anymore. And I was like, okay. So you guys lied. And I accidentally put that energy on someone (laughs) by accident. (laughs) So that fucked me up. Go back to little psychic people. Figure your shit out because I put it in my calendar. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, what, did you call him out? Were you like, well, what, what, what am I supposed to do now? He was like, he was like, it's because you're not done working on yourself. And I was like, well, you're not wrong there. Not wrong. Okay. Not wrong. And then he was just like, it's by February. And then he's like, in May, I see some butterflies. And I was just like, okay, I'll take that butterflies. And I wrote it down. My calendar. that's funny, <laughs> like, but cool. it does suck to be like, okay, really good things are gonna happen, but it's gonna be in four years. And you're like, so what do I do in between? No, this other psychic literally was like, this man's your soulmate. And if you're mean to him, then you will not find love again until you're 37. Okay, that's some aggressive shit. And I was like, what? (laughs) That is so aggressive. I've had experiences where they talk about like people who've crossed over that have really made sense to me in a crazy way. Okay, go on. Well, I have a um, 
this woman was just naming this name and she was like, I'm, he's been talking to me all day. And I'm like, that's weird. And I go, wait, that's actually my great grandpa. I've never met him before. And she's like, he has blue eyes. He's flirting with me a lot. And in my head, I knew he's Jewish and he had blue eyes and blonde hair. And he was like a ladies man. And I'm like, how the fuck would she know who, like, right. I've never said it in an, in an interview of any kind. And then from that moment on, I was like, bitch, you, you get it. You know what's going on. No, I do believe some of them, like, I think, some psychics, like, yeah, some of them are carn artists, but mm-hmm. some of them, you actually do have to be intuitive and in some, you have to. You nailed it. I feel like in every culture, like, for example, in Italian culture, there was the Nona who was like the wise older woman. And like, I feel like everyone had like a wise elder. Like, there's always someone who's really intuitive and like, is just closer to understanding things yeah. in their brain. So I believe in that shit. Me too. But in like in the Jewish religion, you're actually supposed to go to a rabbi even for those things, not yeah. for a psychic. Yeah. Because like, for example, my friend who's super Jewish, they have a rabbi that they go to. And even, I forget what it was. One time, like they went to my friend's dad and the rabbi and he was just like, someone's giving you an evil eye. Like you have to put this thing under your pillow for the evil to go away. And he didn't listen. And like he got in a car accident like that day or something supposedly. And I forget what it was. And he was just, I forget what it was, but like he needed to get rid of it and he had to actually sleep with something under his pillow. To that fix shit it. is crazy. But it's true. Like rabbis are supposedly like closer to God, yeah. which means like they have less like, that's why they'll have like priests not get married as in like they have to have that pure Well, priests connection. and rabbis are different. Yes. Rabbis can get married. They can. But I was just priests thinking how can. priests, it's like because you're all your focus and your mental energy is connecting with like a higher power type well with like judaism because there's barely any left of us they actually like they literally have like fry like shabbat saturdays is you're not meant to work and you're meant to have sex like that's literally part of like we love (laughs) it's like part of shabbat and like rabbi has a wife because you're still meant to reproduce you obviously a man close to god but god wants you to have a family like Mm -hmm. that like the whole jewish community it's like a community and the family thing because they want but like, it's crazy though. It is so hard to become Jewish. You literally, it's like a year of study. Like if you want, if other religions, you can just go become it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for, for me, Judaism is a race. For some people, it's a religion. So it's mm-hmm. different. But, but like, some people do like the fact that you have to commit to something and you can't just be like, I'm Buddhist. Yeah. And with Judaism, you have to, I mean, I'm just thinking of sex in the city. How yeah. she was like, I love that they keep rejecting me and I have to earn it. Oh, we're back to we're back to our own daddy issues. That's not just the sound of that first sip of morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. 
That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. I can't, like, I can't even imagine doing that. Like, that's like, that seems like a lot for me. I just love everyone's religions. Like, that's why I say Judaism for me is a race. Like, obviously it is my religion and I love, I love God. But to me, God is everyone's God. And that's why I have so much Buddhist stuff in my house. Mm -hmm. And I have all my mezuzah and Jewish stuff too. I just Mm -hmm. love I kind of just love all religions and I just love all God. I just like, I'm more spiritual because, yeah. oh my God, I'm so alive. You're alive. I'm very spiritual. You're alive. And uh, energy and in and out it's, and uh, whatever else they say. It's funny, New Yorkers, we do, ha- I joke that I'm like an angry New Yorker, but we do have a more, um, I'd say like, neg- not negative perspective, but just like we're questioning things and like there's a lot of atheists in New York City. I can't even date an atheist. Like it's just annoying. Because like when you die, it just goes black. It's like I almost want to have sex with an atheist just so they can be like, while I'm having sex with them, be like, oh, oh God. God and be is- like, oh, really? I thought you didn't believe in him. Let's argue about that. You're amazing. <laughs> she's like, I ride him so well that he's like, God must be real. <laughs> Those tits had to be made by a higher power. <laughs> so like, I just like, I think it's nice. Fine. You don't believe in God. That's fine. But like, you should believe in the universe. It's nice. There's a reason why a lot of times when even criminals, they go to jail and they find a religion. It doesn't mean that that religion is real or anything. It's it's nice to believe in something. I feel like in my opinion, it gives you a purpose. Like when yes. I wake up, I'm, I don't know if there's a God or not, but I'm thankful to the universe that there's, I woke up like another day that I get to wake up on this earth and breathe this fresh air and see this beautiful like flowers and greenery and all that like I'm so lucky oh my god that is love and light and that's the most LA shit I've ever heard (laughs) I'm so I wake up and I go fuck fuck oh god that's so New York fuck (laughs) I mean New Yorkers want to be positive like we're going to therapy but it also is a different culture where like we go outside and like it's getting cold and it's getting dark early and like you're just kind of in survival mode and (laughs) I'm my, also in a dark place right now. My friend was like, are you excited to go to New York? Because I'm going this weekend. I was like, yeah, I'm most looking forward for the rain. He's like, yeah, it's going to be so beautiful. I was like, I know. And you're like, we go outside and blah, blah. I'm like, literally my comedy shows. I'm like, I know you guys are love and light, but like, let's talk some real shit right now. But what's refreshing with New Yorkers is it is honest. So when a New Yorker likes you, it like, it's like a cat. Like, you know, it's real. Yeah. Luckily, I have no uh, social cues. So I literally cannot tell when someone likes me or not. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't offend me or affect me because I have no, I never know when people don't like me. Do you I'll feel like still you be have around. more friends because you are like not as, like you don't, you'll try to be friends with more people because you're not even aware of like a rejection? Um, Again, it's going to sound really LA, but I've been told that there's a light about me. Oh. So people are very drawn to me, but I, I, I genuinely do believe that I'm a very inviting person. Mm-hmm. That's how I come off. I am very Scorpio in the way that I'm an introverted extrovert. Mm-hmm. So I do like to be home. I get my energy from being alone. I am Scorpio rising. So yeah. And you have Leo, you have Scorpio in you. Leo a lot and Virgo. Because your partner is a Scorpio. How'd you know that? You told me. When? When the last interview, I remember this. You're... Oh, I thought you were being psychic for a second. I was no. like, oh my uh, God, I, I just got it? red. <laughs> You're like, my crystal I... just told me. My crystal... In the end of the day, I'm still an influencer. I'm way too self-obsessed to, <laughs> to read you. I focus on reading me. <laughs> Wait, but that's amazing that you remember that. Yeah, Our interview, the last time we were interviewed was like hardcore quarantine. Like real hardcore. Yeah. And she fucked her boyfriend. 
on the second date and now they're engaged. So having sex before commitment does work for some people. Was I, was I engaged when we got interviewed? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's funny. Fucking on the second date, people did like judge us online and stuff. But I was like, he also he's 45. Yeah. And he's at the point where like he doesn't have time. Like he's going to die soon. Knock on wood. So anyway, we that he doesn't die soon. And um, we don't want energy, wrong energies to be thrown around when we manifest, you know. So he he kind of just was like, I'm the same way. I'm like, it does a stick work or not? Because I can spend months like and I, I'm done with like playing games or tricks or rules and I think we're at a point now with society where we're not reading 17 magazine where it's like you have to do a b c and d for him to like you, you it's listen like, to my podcast instead exactly like go with your <laughs> gut and to be honest I hadn't had sex in six months I was like deep quarantine and yeah. I finally was with this guy and we kissed and I felt comfortable with him and we did it and I liked it and then we just kept doing it yeah but also He's a Scorpio. He's obsessive. Leos, they love attention. So it worked. And he's also like in his 40s. I think if you banged on the second date, a 21-year-old that's always swiping right and left, it may not be the same thing. It is funny. The Scorpio, like, yeah, I knew that he, like, he looked at me a different way. And I remember even after you have to play the like, oh my God, I never do this. And he was like, shut up. Like, just stop. He's like, I really don't give a shit. I have no judgments. Like, you're like, that's so crazy. I was like a virgin before this. I was going (laughs) to save myself. But then. This is the first time I've ever had sex. It's crazy. But yeah, we did it. And I guess it's like, you could put sex on a pedestal. But a guy either like likes you for you or he doesn't. And like your pussy is not going to like really change his mind in terms of like long-term dating, I feel like. Potentially. But I will say though, how disappointing is it if you did, if you do wait for a guy, like you guys are talking for so long and you keep waiting because you're like, I just want him to respect me. No, you don't do it because of that. You're like, I just want to wait until we're committed. Then he takes his pants off and the dick is disappointing or the sex is disappointing there's no sexual attraction you're like holy shit i wasted three months on this person it's such a waste and then when you're putting it on this pedestal he'll put a lot of pressure on it he feels like he has to perform and it becomes this like weird almost sense of control playing games yeah that's the only part that's like conflicting for me because i don't want i've been like working on my intimacy issues so i haven't like i haven't had sex in like over a year okay so like be working my intimacy issues by being able to connect with people an intimate level without getting like having sex so that way I don't get like love goggles right away I sleep with someone oh. I'm like you're my, you're we're together forever like I, I love that. I love you is that too soon to say it's- uh, so like so I've been working on that but the only problem is that now that I talk to guys in my brain if when it's not working out I literally call and tell my friends like dude I don't even know if I should fight for this guy because I don't know what his dick looks like mm-hmm. so it's like do I fight for you or do I not send me a dick pic so I know and the sexual chemistry is so important because like you don't need another guy best friend yeah you know what I mean <laughs> yeah and it's so hard because I'm a very sexual person like I'm a Scorpio like yeah. we love to fuck yeah so then I just have to and then like at like this point I am just gonna go to New York and have sex with whomever I'm just gonna ruin my pockets but like I've always said there's so there should be the people the guys if you want to still be sexually active or whatever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There should be the guys or the guy that you sleep with that, you know, you don't want to date. So who cares when you fuck him? Who cares? Like if you shave or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then there's a the guy <laughs> that you do want to date. You do hold off because you have to get to the emotional intimacy first before you rush to the physical. Well, I intimacy. feel like in you nailed it when you said I want to respect myself. But I think I would argue that respecting yourself does not necessarily mean when or 
you do not. No, it's no, like, no. it's how you do it. You know what I mean? Like you can respect yourself and knowing that like, I, it's not respecting yourself to be like, I need to give him my body for him to like me. And he can like sense that. And I think with Des, like our first date, we talked for five hours, we emotionally connected. And then I was literally like, I'm test driving this car. Yeah. Well, so you're emotional, especially during quarantine, that probably felt like the relationship probably moved faster. But like, like I said, it's not about the respect, it's emotional connection. Yeah. You need to make sure that the physical emotional connection catches up to the physical connection. So you guys have those five hours. Exactly. As a Scorpio, he probably was so drawn to you because I know as a Scorpio, when I have those emotion, that emotional connection with someone, I would sleep with them way faster. Yeah. But now I'm like, at this point, all I think about is sex mm-hmm. with the guys I talk to. Sometimes <laughs> I'm just like, what do they t- even say? I forgot. <laughs> like, what's your favorite color? What? So now I'm like already planning in my brain, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna hang out with this one guy in New York. Like, I don't want to date him, so I'm gonna fuck him. Yeah, but I have problem. I had problems with that because like we're podcasters and like comedians. So when I go on a date, I always crush it. So I can't tell if I have good chemistry with them. Like I could have chemistry with the wall right now. Like do a solo episode. That is so true. Like you know, some of my friends, I'm jealous because they'll be like. Because they have no personality. Mm, didn't make me laugh. Oh. It wasn't a good conversation. But yeah, like they're just, they're like, it wasn't a good conversation. I'm like, I've never, I will make the conversation good. I don't give a fuck if you don't bring anything. So afterward, I'm like, wait, was our chemistry great? Because he laughed at me the whole time. <laughs> no, so I can't so tell. True. I would be with the most boring fucking dudes because I'm too much. And like then six months in, I'm like, wait, I don't want to perform anymore. And then I realize that there's no chemistry. But it's like, sorry, I, maybe I am love and light, you know? Wait, that's... Great. Now it's another thing that I never <laughs> realized that I was doing. Great. Now it's another thing I have to think about and work like, Just because he laughs at your jokes doesn't mean that you guys are vibing. I didn't even, you're right. I do make everything funny and great. So yeah, I mean, the last guy I was talking to, I literally, when we were stopping, like I was about to stop talking to him, I literally told my friend, I was like, you know what the best thing about that guy was? Me. No, 100%. I used to love dating quiet guys because I, w- I would give me like all this space to just be me but then four months in I would get bored of myself as one does and then you're sitting there and you're like is he gonna bring up anything is he gonna bring anything to this and he doesn't and then you're like oh my god I'm just in love with myself <laughs> but that's you though you're yeah. very Leo I'm Leo she's such a Leo people always think I'm a Leo you do have some Leo energy no we're similar I'm Leo and Scorpio what are your rising and moon my rising is Libra and then my moon is Aquarius, which is why I'm always in my brain about all my emotions and it's yeah. confusing. And then the way I love is Libra and the way I fuck and work is Aries. So that's why I'm very passionate. Yeah. She's like, I'm, I'm Russian. And I'm Russian Israeli. Yeah. But um, I, some psychic did tell me or like astrologist person did tell me that there's a lot of Leo in my ch- some my circle yeah. chart which yeah. explains where my Leo comes from but what was interesting about me and Des is that when I met him it was doing a hard time and I was like very emotional not not that I wasn't myself but I was like very vulnerable and so it's like oh the, Scorpios love that the intimacy was forced because I was like struggling where I couldn't play the cool girl role where I was like hell like I, I was Aww. like crying but then we would like we would FaceTime and I would because I was doing a reality tv show and I would call him and I would just immediately be like, I'll cut up on whatever happened, filming, crying, upset. He'd calm me down. Then we'd have phone sex and it was like really hot. And then we'd just get to know each other the rest of the night. Wait, um, you don't understand what you were doing there. And it's something I'm planning on talking about my podcast. It's called the hero instinct. So you triggered the hero instinct in your partner without realizing, which is basically a man needs to feel needed, which it's a, th- it's a real thing. So usually 
when we are not vulnerable, we're like, especially women like us, we're so independent and strong. We're always yeah. like, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. And a man doesn't feel needed. And when a man doesn't feel needed, he looks for it somewhere else. So then that's why some of those stupid books will be like, act like you're stupid and he needs you. But it was funny. I just, it's more just like, be honest. Everyone needs help. So it's like almost being like too vulnerable in the beginning. will scare the wrong guys away, but the right guys will be like, I am fucking here for you. Yeah. But also we had gone on like five really amazing dates and we were fucking. And then I had to leave to a quarantine TV show. So he also had this like, he got a little high and then like he couldn't get the high. Wow. So it was like the most intense shit ever. And then we moved in together immediately and then we got engaged in six months. And now we're like, I joke I'm like I'd never went to a restaurant with the guy before and I said yes like what if I went to a restaurant and, and people saying happy the birthday waiter. and he joined in <laughs> or like he's mean to the waiter so I like said yes very early on but I was just like full gun instinct with this no I love that it's crazy though is is this gonna be his first marriage yeah wow it's crazy how long men wait CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is, it's so funny. I'll read like Men Don't Mature to 43 and I'm like, wow. Makes complete sense. Makes so much and sense. And I never was like the girl who was always into older men. Like I was always into guys my age, but he's 15 years older than me. And there's something where like, I actually, I hate to say this because I have, in- I have intimacy issues too. No. And <laughs> so I love to be like, I love to just like fuck hot guys. I like to act like I was a dude and like not respect them, their, their mind. And just be like, yeah, he's a fucking idiot. But he's so fucking hot because I could gain, I could keep control and I wouldn't have. So I'd be with emotionally unavailable people. And then he's the first guy that I was like starting to fall in love with his brain. And then I was like, oh no, (laughs) no, I like him. But he was the one who was like, I'm I'm in this. And I was like scared and shit. That's very Scorpio. But you want the man to be the one. It's And whenever you hear the romantic stories, it's usually... When because in the end of the day, and this is what people women need to understand: if a man's not ready, he's not ready. Period. Doesn't mean how beautiful you are. Mm-hmm. You're a Victoria's Secret model. You're the best person in the world, and mm-hmm. you do everything for him. Men it doesn't will matter. cheat on anything. Well, it's not about the cheating. It's about just not being. And yeah, yeah. But it's about just not being ready. But when a man's ready, that's when the romance happens. Because if the man's ready, then he knows he wants you. And mm-hmm. if you're not ready. He'll convince you that you should be ready. And he'll sit there and he'll be there for you. But it's only the man that's ready. They'll be like, when you call him crying, he's going to take the time to like help you. But it is crazy. You're so right about the emotional stuff. Like right now, there's this guy in my life and no matter how erratic I've acted. And like literally today when I was like saying, I was just like crying and I was like, thank you for giving me space to Mm -hmm. like talk. And he's just like, of course, whatever you need. And I'm not realizing, but I'm creating the 
hero instinct. But thanks for being there for me emotionally, sir. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to need you someone to satisfy you. <laughs> Thank you for the emotional support. Anyway, this guy. But you're right. I was talking to a friend and it's not like you have to be with a guy who likes you more than, than you, you like do. him. But she said most relationships are from like a guy being like, I want her and it like moves like that that's how it was with my parents they got engaged really fast so I guess I saw it my parents too five months my parents one month are they still together yeah amazing we love but I also my dad's a Scorpio I love Scorpio. I love my my best friends. Oh my god! Too. You're not gonna fuck my dad. He's not interested. Sorry. Okay. I mean, I'm into older men, but I do think that he is I- circumcised. I'm just kidding. I mean, he is. My mom told me. I asked her. Duh, go on. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, can I please talk about my dad's penis? Um, sorry, I'm distracted. We got dad's <laughs> penis right now. Okay. So, no, but I there have been moments where I, since it where I feel like I'm into him more than he's into me, or he's into me more than I'm into him. But like in the very beginning. He fucking knew when I was still like, I remember being like "Mm, love bombing. I was like, this is it. This is love bombing. Like I was like, he's a narcissist. He's hiding it. Like I thought of every way to be like, this guy is fucking with me. Yeah. But I feel like that's the person then you end up with. It's not the guy that you're like, like, yeah, he's the worst. Sometimes sometimes he has answered my calls. But like we when we fight, we love and and eventually he'll change it. So he's like, I don't know if I like him or not. Where you're like through our ups and downs, like just stop. (laughs) Yeah, through ups and downs, you're still my rock. Like, if that's not, like, if you're like that before the marriage, then you will never, my mom told me that before, you will never survive the marriage. I, my ex-boyfriend and I used to be so toxic. We were, like, together most of my 20s. And we were in our early 20s. Literally, I remember one time I was on the phone with him. And my dad's driving me because I still didn't have a license. And I was, like, my boyfriend and I were fighting on the phone. And he's just, like, if I see I'm going to run you over. And I was, like, oh, Yeah. Well, if you run me over, then you better fucking kill me. Because if you don't kill me, I'm going to come after you. <laughs> and my dad was like driving like. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the problem. with. And the- then we would fuck. Oh, so deep down, you kind of knew like there's an orgasm at the end of this. We would fight and fuck to the point that when we ended it, I thought that's how relationships were. That the next, that uh, the next guys I was talking to, I would try to start fights with them because I thought that was like foreplay, and they would be like, "Never speak to me again. There's something wrong. <laughs> like you're not okay. Well, Why would you speak to me like that?" You were trying to understand how what love is, and I thought that's what it was. It wasn't. Wow. Yeah. We always get so fucking deep. I love us. I know. So full circle. Wait. So what are you going through right now? <laughs> What am I going through? Yeah. Why are you in a dark place? Oh, no. I what happened is I've in the last five days performed in four different cities. And that's then, draining. And I booked like I'm going to stay the whole week to do podcasts. And I had like a mini panic attack where I was like, oh, my God, I kind of miss my cat at home. Aww. And I was like, like some pods I'm really excited to do. Some I like don't know the person. I'm kind of nervous and I'm traveling around L.A. And I'm kind of like I miss my alone time. And like I just had like a freak out where because we're entrepreneurs and I, I'm still figuring out my schedules and stuff. And you don't anticipate when you're going to like hit a wall. It's so crazy. It's like you want to be busy. And every time I get really busy, it's like I'm happy. I finally got busy. But then I have those moments where I have to stop and I have to cry. And I'll like I'll cry so I can pity myself because I feel like oh, I'm poor me. Like I have to keep working. And then I'll be like, bitch, you wanted this. Like, yeah. stop. It's because it's much be- it's better to be busy than not busy. Yeah. But then it's funny because then people are messaging me and they're like, you're fucking crushing it. You're doing great. And then I'll have people care about me who are like, 
you need to take a break, babe. Aww, you need to take a I break. I love those people that say that. I love those people. But then when I take a, I'm a hundred or zero. Like I am Me too. on my shit or I am curled up with butter on my chest. Like people are like, are like you? she okay. rubs butter on her chest. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, butter in my mouth, butter on my chest. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I need to work on that more like in between where I'm not like high, low, high, low. But growing up, I was an athlete. Like I was a tennis player where it was just like, you, you're winning or you're losing. You're winning or you're losing and you're just grinding. If you didn't tell me you did tennis, I would think you did volleyball. Well, thank you. Yeah. You look like, like not, like I can't explain, but now that I think about, it, oh no, not volleyball. Sorry. Softball. Okay. That's, that was fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> um, I did what softball position? for a semester. Okay. <laughs> And everyone on my team is a lesbian now. <laughs> Kidding. But they are. <laughs> I can't say that, but it's true. But yeah, I have a very well, like... so am I a little. <laughs> so. I have a sports mentality with a lot of things I do. and But the problem is with sports is you're taught to suppress your emotions. When your coach is like, how are you feeling? You could be nervous. You could be Wait, you said sick. tennis. Tennis, Well, yeah. that's why everyone like that you compete against is usually Russian. The Russians, like, we really I, suppress it. I grew up playing with like the Brooklyn Russians. Yeah. Who... They were also all like fully developed and I was like the yeah. scrawny little bitch. And I actually became friends with a lot of them, but they were very scary and they never showed emotion and they had really tough parents. And that was my competition. So that's what I aspire to be like. And now like I will sometimes not even know if I'm like have a fever because I just like will disconnect sometimes from my pain, Whoa. which is crazy. But also like I will crying to me has been imprinted that crying is weakness. Yeah, but you've worked on that. I've worked on it, but I still won't let myself cry. This is the most LA thing I'll ever say, but I will, cause I'm performing a lot and on camera a lot. I'll be like, I can't afford to like have a 20 minute cry session right now. Cause my eyes tomorrow will look insane. That's very like, no, but, um, <laughs> but like it gets so puffy and I have to like show up and like pretend like I didn't look like I was crying all night. When I was an accountant during, and I was for a big public accounting firm during busy season, it's the most stressful time where everyone like gets really stressed and you cry all the time, but because you don't have time to cry because you have to put in the hours. Cause basically you get like, when you're in, in a big public accounting firms, they rate you, you get rated mm. against everyone else and you have so to put stressful. in minutes so you have like a specific amount of hours you have to put in of work it's every month um yeah but they do that in big uh, attorney offices too but anyway so during tax season you have to as smart people like me you have to schedule in your cry moments because you know you're gonna have breakdowns and cry so you can't interfere with work because you have to make up all the hours so i would put in like okay between this time and this time i have 20 minutes to go to the bathroom and cry and like that's how i scheduled it to the point that when even when i came, became a creator i still had those like if I've really work, I'm really busy, then I'll be like, okay, so like Saturday, like 10 a.m. I have time to just cry for like an hour. It's important though, but that's fucking and crazy. Crying, like now I'm all about crying. I love it. Not in front of people. That's mm -hmm. annoying, mm -hmm. but I'm getting used to that too. I yeah. mean, I've learned the pandemic helped, the pandemic and before that, like buying a home was a lot of pressure and things like that as I've gotten older. With all seriousness, no jo all jokes aside, I have learned that you do need people to survive in this world. And like letting people in has never like the best thing I've done for myself is to love myself by allowing people to help me. But to let people in, it's hard if you aren't liking who you are at that moment. Yeah. Or just like you have to learn to just be like, this is me and I'm going to be OK Honestly, with showing it. I never thought I would be this person, but like literally today I felt bad the way I treated someone and I like, I felt 
I'm like not there yet where I can call this guy and mm-hmm. explain it to my because like FaceTime or explaining then I have, that, I have to hear the, the person's voice but I was like I'm better than a text and I literally sent this guy today a voice note mm-hmm. and I explained why I reacted or like why I completely goes to this person completely and I was like I don't know what you're going through so I don't want you to think I ghost to you because I had anything to do with you I'm like the honest truth is I ghost to you because my behavior before that was like a little erratic and I felt shame with myself and I connected that shame to you every time I thought of you or you oh, texted wow. me and it, it, and that's why I couldn't deal talking to you. So it's, it's like he's a mirror. With- so when you'd look at him, yes. you'd see that side of yourself and, you didn't like. And I never thought I'd be that person that actually sat there and ex- like said out loud, I'm, I'm, I, f- I feel shame. But like that's that part of me. I'm embarrassed. You're really connecting to yourself and your emotions because I'm actually bad at communicating. Like I'll in relationships, you'll never know it. And w- with the guys, especially then one day I'm like, I can't do this. And they're me. like, from what? And Literally. Because I, I don't want confrontation. I don't want. And then one day I'm like, yeah, I can't do this. And you can't change my mind. And even like with friends, it's I, I'm just like observing. And then I'll, one day I'll be like, that's not healthy for me. We're like, I'm not even giving the person a chance to like. Exactly. Yeah. And and you think and a lot of times you do think it's the other person until you really look at it and you're like, oh, no, it's it's me. And you're just like avoiding facing uncomfortable things that you don't that's mm-hmm. triggering you for some reason. Literally. And I was like, hey, you don't have to respond. Like, I completely understand. It's I just I just I just I feel like I really need to grow as a person. And it's not fair if I'm putting any that's weight very on nice you. of you. And yeah, his response was just like, oh, my God, thank you so much. It's like the nicest thing. Like, I completely, I I had a, an idea that that's what you were going through, but I was trying to give you the space mm-hmm. to experience that. And then like everything was fine. I was just like, what? You probably felt so much that, better after. Yeah. I mean, I cried after I sent that voice. <laughs> so I was just Naturally. like mortified because that's, that's embarrassing. Like to, to tell somebody you feel like shame about a part of yourself. But there's like a beauty in you just being open and raw and like who knows what they're going to say after yeah, you open Yeah, he was like, I'm so up. thankful we're in each other's lives like during this yeah. appear like this and I was just like... Crying is an orgasm I was like, Thank for your you. eyes. I'm still going to fuck this other guy but yeah. I'm so happy we're connecting emotionally right now. <laughs> no, crying is an orgasm for your eyes and if you keep it in, it's like if you don't masturbate for a long time. Like so it true. builds up. Like I think I haven't cried in a while and I'm probably going to cry tonight. I, not that I'm a psychic, but I feel it from you. Oh like I can feel your sadness. <laughs> like I don't know what You're it is, but like, I go f- back to New York because you're ruining the energy in this house. <laughs> I but I feel like you need to cry, I and also, I think like, it's just I'm because you're alone right now. Yeah, I'm also my my fiance has been in Ireland Aww. while I've been touring. He's touring, and you and guys are have, probably so codependent. We we're very codependent, and we have an eight hour time difference, so we have like a couple moments before like he's going to bed or I'm going to bed. So it's just been like. And then at night, I'm making people happy. So I'm just giving all my energy, which I fucking love to make people happy. But if you're not stopping to like check if you're happy, then next thing you know, you're like. It's so true as much as like this job is amazing to make other people feel good. If we don't check in with ourselves, that's why I love the fans that actually do check in with you. And they're like, hey, oh my take God. the day off today. Like take care of yourself. And you're like, oh my God. And they're like, or they'll notice you did something off and they're like, are you doing okay? There's something, you're not okay right now. And you're like, stop. These people who have like been with you for a long time, some of them will message me and be like, you looked really happy today. And I'm like, wait, so bitch, you thought I was miserable? <laughs> no, I mean, but, I was. Like, no. but they know. They thought it from our fucking fake ass Insta stories, filters and all, they will be yeah. like, like, cause I've been doing stand up comedy, which is like my real joy in life. And recently people have been like, oh, we have a different energy from you. But um, yeah, I think I just missed my cat. 
Yeah, but I think that's why for people like us, it is hard when we do care so much to make other people happy, but it does take so much out of us. That's why it's so important to pick and choose who you do have in your life when it comes to friends or who you're dating because I can't, it does bother me when I have those friends or people that are brand new that I meet and they're just like, oh my God, dude, can we hang out? Like I can use a laugh. And I'm like, really? Like, I'm not your fucking puppet. Like yeah. I'm exhausted from making everyone else happy. <laughs> like I'm not going to take it out. Like give you the little bit of me that's left. Like give that to you. And I know that like we're outgoing and we talk all the time. But people don't realize that we're both very sensitive and like you can You're call probably us more empaths. Than I'm more than you. <laughs> but like I take in everyone's shit me too yeah and my the psychic did say that i'm like i'm very physical where like i'll get a stomach ache if i feel like someone is like going through shit and i'm like i'm just really so like i need to recharge and be alone for a while and i've been you know i've been traveling with someone like my manager oh that's who hard. i love but i realize like i'm starting out panic attack where i'm like oh i need my like alone time where i'm just like farting in bed you can literally sleep in my house and we don't have to talk to each other. <laughs> no, I know. Well, she, no, she's leaving actually. But okay. it's like, I also love her so much, but it's just, we're also, I'm like a cat where I have my routines that have been like, at some point, if you don't have your routine for a certain amount of time, your body starts going to like panic mode. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. What no, I, I know what you mean. You can love someone so much, but sometimes you're just like, dude, I need space from you. Yeah. Like I need to I mean, even myself. your partner. People don't talk about like when you find the love of your life, suddenly you're living with them. Suddenly you have someone in your bed every single night. Yeah, that's crazy. That's kind of weird. It's like, oh, I love you. Now we have to share a bed for the rest of our lives. That's insane. If you can afford it, just get a king. Like that's all I have to say. Get a California king. king. California fucking king. Yeah. If you're going to sleep in something, like that's just weird. Like, like it almost feels like a punishment. I know. Like, <laughs> like your lives were working before that. Now let's take something that's so essential to your life, which is a good night's sleep, which people are very sensitive about and weird about. And everyone has their own quirks. Yeah. Like snoring has ruined relationships. Yeah. Which is fucked up, but you're not. Yeah. Do, do you snore? No. But I, my thing is, I'll have nights though where I'm like, I just want to fall asleep watching TV. And it's not like, I'm going to fight with him. I just like sometimes want to fall asleep on the couch with butter. Aww. And I think we have to normalize like sleep in different beds if you want. I mean, we sleep in the same bed, but like my mom recently needs to use a machine to go to sleep. So like my dad has been sleeping in like a different room. But it's also like you're fucking passed out during it. Like how much intimacy are you really having? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't asked my parents how much intimacy they're really having. (laughs) Check on your dad. Maybe I'll ask. Check on your dad's uncircumcised dick or circumcised dick. He is circumcised. Circumcised. Thank you very much. Sorry. Um, Wait, how's your engagement going? Like, were you shocked when you got engaged? We weren't. It's so funny because this conversation with you has helped me realize the whirlwind of like our psyche that we were in. And it also was quarantine. So we spent so much time together. To the point that we were so madly in love that we were like, obviously this is it. And we started joking about rings. And I realize now with him, because we're planning the wedding, he did say to me, he's like, I didn't propose because I was like, oh my God, I need to get married. I proposed to show you like, this is my purpose. Like, this is why I'm in this. Because me too, like I've, I don't really care about weddings. I wasn't dreaming my wedding day. I wasn't like, I want this to be my husband. It's more like he proposed to be like, I'm fucking in this for real. And then we were like, oh fuck, we have to plan a wedding. Am I going to be a bridesmaid? <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, okay. Are we going to wear would Daddy you, Issues merch? I'm kidding. <laughs> would you be mad if Pancakes? No, I would understand. Was the she bridesmaid, is, but you'd she's come. She's more likable than me. Yeah. 
I actually ask people, I usually ask people to not make me one of the bridesmaids. Except my sister. There's no reason you should make me that because yeah. it just seems like a lot of work. And I'm like, to be honest, I'm personal. not having bridesmaids. I can't. Well, because you don't have enough friends. Exactly. I've, I'm going to have a bachelorette party. Well, you're going to have me and what's her name from Call Her Daddy? How did Alex say? Cooper. You're going to have me and Alex Cooper and people are going to be like, is that the same person? I'm going to be like, no, I had my brand first. And she's like, well, my podcast's more popular. And I'd be like, well, screw you. It's so funny. Like, this. El- any girl who's bonded in LA, I'm like, is that Alex? I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but I am going to do a bachelorette party, I think, where I'm going to a cabin with farm animals. Are you inviting people? Or is it just the farm animals and you? It's the farm. No, there'll be people. <laughs> oh, okay. But I do think that it'll be like simple life vibes. Like I don't fuck with camping, but I think it'll be so funny to throw these girls into a farm animal type vibe. Because like what? We're going to party one night? Like we can do that anytime. I want to yeah. like put my friends through some shit. And so see if we survive. You just want to make their well, life that's miserable. That's a movie, a bachelorette party that like turns into a survival like murder. That's been actually a lot of movies oh shit anyway so she's like wow that's so original it's like what if like what there's if a like a little, she's like what if there's like a little kid and then his parents <laughs> go away on vacation and then he's like home alone and then like i just feel like no one has done this before what if there's like an orphan who goes crazy and is evil Right. And then you find out the orphan's actually like 40. Yes. And he was pretending to be young. Like that should be a movie. Or someone gets born and then they start reverse aging. That's That should be a movie. Yeah. No one has thought about that before. Benjamin Button. Or like what if you get like a group of friends and they like live together and you just call like, oh, those are friends. They're like a coffee That's shop. That's original. That is original. <laughs> That's so crazy. Much. It should be. And it's like, it should be called like New York or like. I feel like Friends. this is like every conversation in LA though. They're like, hey, I'm writing a manuscript. Dude, I, when I meet someone, you're like, what do you do in LA? And they're like, um, well, like I'm a writer. Uh, also a producer. Well, and a director. Um, I also- And a waitress. And then you're like, just say what you're doing. Like, well, you're I sell, sell fee picks. Okay, so just say that. Dude, fee picks. I'm they jealous. Ma- fee picks make so much money. I'm going to do it. I have such ugly feet. Although I heard that there's a market there, but yes, my, there my feet are very ugly. Oh, my feet are, I was like, I literally moved my feet away because I have hairy feet and I haven't shaved them. Holy shit. I'm Italian. <laughs> and then also, this is what happened from wearing heels. It's like, a, like, this is disgusting. Like, this was like a full scar. You know what? I, but there's a market for this. I feel bad that I reacted this way. I, I have hair on my, on my, on my, on my knuckle you of my toe. This threw me off. I wasn't expecting so, that. So you know before what? we talk shit about feet, let's remember who else is in the room with you. Wow. You really are. You're actually petting it like a cat right now. Because <laughs> it's a little furry. <laughs> it's furry. Oh my God. Wait, let me show you my feet. <laughs> so my feet, I basically have two toes and they go two separate ways. They like basically hate each other. They unfollow each other on Facebook. They're not friends. They're, I mean, now compared- Oh, you have one of those like freaky long second toes. Which I've been told in some cultures, it means that the woman's very bossy. Wait, your feet are kind of dainty and thin and you're also tan. How are your feet tan? Because <laughs> I'm so LA and I put spray tan on my own. I accidentally <laughs> spray tan my foot. <laughs> and then like I have that small toe that's not even a real nail. There's like, but you still paint it. But they still paint it to be nice. And yeah, these two- Wait, don't give this away. People need to pay for this shit. But look, when I put it down, like the other foot, just the other toe just goes to the other side. There's a marker for that. Someone will, someone will, I'm not going to yuck someone's yum. 
Yeah, someone's going to buy that. I love how our interview questions went. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so I did not get to ask any of the questions, but, but you guys, don't worry. I'm about to be in New York. So when this episode comes out, that means that Hannah's episode will come out too, and I'll be doing her podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk probably more. Just kidding. This the same was interesting. Jet. Yeah. Please tell me if this was interesting. No, this was, I was into it. Okay, good. Do you have anything to add? Um, no, just follow me at Being Burns. And check out HannahBurner.com for yeah. stand-up shows coming up. Okay. Amazing. So she's still doing more stand-up shows. That's really exciting. <laughs> Even though she needs a break. No, I'm yeah. gonna, I have a little break. She's about to have a nervous breakdown one of the shows. Oh so you God, guys should totally go. Yeah, I'm just like mid-nervous breakdown right now. But I, I can perform through anything. Yeah. With those feet. <laughs> <laughs> They've been through a lot of shit. No, but I'm taking a break. We're going to Tulum. And That's then I'm, so fun. Yeah. So that's hopefully. When does, are you going to Tulum? Mm, mid-November when is your wedding may okay may 2022 you are 100% inviting me to the wedding because the the psychic that came to my house yesterday said do you, are you going to a wedding in may and i go not that i, I don't think i know anyone that's having a, a wedding in may yet and he goes something happens in may and you're you you bring your boyfriend there and something happens there butterflies it's a wedding or something, man. I said, that's probably my wedding. He goes, I don't know about that. <laughs> and I was like, never say never. So you're going to have a boyfriend by that time. Way before. But like we get serious by then. But anyway, he's my date. And he said, there's a wedding in May and there's some butterflies or something. And I was like, maybe he proposes. I was like, he proposes and steals the thunder from the wedding. Honestly, most LA shit I've ever heard. No, I would never do that. But I mean, <laughs> the, the day after, do it. I don't give a shit. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would never do that to I a give fellow you my Leo. I give you my boss. I am a Leo born in November and I would never do that to a fellow Leo. If someone did that at my wedding, I'd be like, leave. <laughs> Sorry, go. Leave. If someone proposed at someone's wedding, that's it's some, so disrespectful. Like, it's even if cute. your model friend did that, you wouldn't forgive her. That's so model. <laughs> you have to bleep it. Bleep I have to bleep it. it. But I'd be like, haha, guards, escort this guards, bitch out. You guards at your wedding? Yeah, of course. I'm LA. We're probably getting married in Paris or something. Or overseas. I can't wait. Paris is overseas. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. Okay, anyway, guys, follow her on Being Burns. Being Burns, Instagram, TikTok. With a Z, Instagram, TikTok, everything. And check out my episode with her and her podcast. Yes, Burning in Hell. It's so good. And also catch up on our old ones to see how we've grown as people. Yeah, it, I apparently grow. have not grown as much, but she's has grown at least with another person. I, I've grown as a person and she's grown with another person. Exactly. And arguably we both didn't grow. We might've grown backwards. It's you to, you can decide. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode of Too Tired to Be Crazy on every Thursday with me, your favorite baddie, Viola Benson. Bye. <laughs>